Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Fangs Out podcast brought to you by the Wide World of Wargaming. I am your host, Vincent Morgato. Joining me, as per the usual, Mr. Drew Bishop Sai. Hello there. And Mr. Jeff Wilder. Hey, everybody. So, guys, uh, this is probably going to be the first week where we only mention the Nantex, like, not every 30 seconds. And I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, do we still all still have PTSD from last weekend? Or are we slowly getting over it? I, I, I've never heard the term Nantex before. I don't know what you're talking about. Is that some kind of cleaning product? Uh, maybe. I As say, in, it, it cleans up other tables. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm, 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 I mean, FFG reached out to me after our last episode. I'm, I'm being paid to say Nantex every 30 seconds. So get, get ready, get ready for that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Royalties. Uh, uh, you know, the day we get sponsored on this show will be the last day we do this show. Um, <laughs> But we have a lot of work to do. Uh, it's not one ship or two, but in fact three. Uh, we have, and we're very late on all this because, as everyone knows, we do try to tend more towards results and tournament analysis than we do towards just unboxing videos, as I derogatively call them. But today we're going to talk about the Tie RB Heavy, the Droid Gunship, whose official name I never remember, and the uh, the Lat, the Light Armored Atmospheric Transport. Um, so we wanted to get through the ones that we've done most of the work on first, and that means we are going to do the droid gunship. Basically, we just want to talk about the pilots that have been revealed and the new relay droid. Let's do it. Well, I'd actually kind of just like to talk about, can we talk about sideslipping a little bit? Have we talked about that really? We did without you, unfortunately. That was one of the two oh, when Nick yeah, uh, when right. Nick was here. Let's run over, let's run over it real quick, but before we do that, Nantex. Okay, now continue, Jeff. <laughs> By the way, I'm, I'm editing all of those out. Every time you say wow. it, it's on the show. You know, for every time he says it, he gets royalty jelly. <laughs> you mean lube? Yeah, sure. Um, you broke me. You broke me. So, Jeff, what do you want to talk about it's with side thing, thing, since thing. you weren't here when actually when we talked about uh, all that? Yeah, I mean, we we can move on. I just wanted to say that this is uh, I was talking to Vince pre-show, and this is the first ship that gives me a little twinge of regret that I don't do any CIS because I think that strafing with the gunship is going to be an incredible amount of fun. Um, and it, you know, it may, people may find a way to break the game with it. Um, you know, who knows, but, uh, but I think it's going to be an incredible amount of fun to do it. Well, here's my question, Jeff. Do you like it because of what it is or do you like it because it means you can play a really ghetto version of echo? I, I sort of probably that's a good point actually probably sort of the latter like it it's it gives you that weird thing that weird unique thing that echo could do except that you get to you get to use it to keep people completely in arc all mm -hmm. the time um which you know is fun even though it's only got two attack dice it's fun to have people in arc all the time so do we want, also, I guess we should talk about the three new ordinances on this thing, because I don't think we've talked about them before. Uh, the yeah. first one, the first one that I, that's jumping out at me is the Saint Laser Cannon. Uh, if you are calculating, the Defender does not apply the range bonus. Range two to three, three dice, full 90 degree primary arc, double cannon slot requirement. So it's limited in that way that like a handful of ships are going to be able to use this. I'm I don't trying know three, really. I only th the only one I remember off the top of my head is the B wing, and then the um, the the, oh, the save me the, the scum ship you'll ever see them on the, the yeah IG. correct answer the IGs thank you yep. uh, I don't know I think I can make because of K two I can make an argument for putting sync laser on like a single B wing 
I, I absolutely. I mean, it's like it's going to depend on the cost, right? Um, you're gonna need to calculate. Yeah, that's why I said that's why I have K two involved to pass yeah, the calculator to start the beginning of the tank. Um, uh, yeah, you, but yeah, I mean, I think that uh, being able to deny that range bonus is is awesome. It's not like you're ever really going to use the two cannons on a B wing. You don't even really use the two cannons on an IG unless you're so one of them's a jammer. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. I do find it interesting that did they do this just so that you couldn't? Did they make it the two cannon requirement just so you can't spam these on um on something like T seventies? It might be. It might be to well, no, how how cheap they are. It wouldn't be right. the T seventies because they can't calculate. So who is this? Who's the double cannon for? It might be because of how cheap they are. Even if you can't calculate, right? It's this attack if you are calculating, right? Like, obviously, you can use that. Uh, the card is better if you have the ability to calculate. But I'm I'm assuming because it has the two slots, that's it's to it's to offset how cheap it might be. Interesting, Jeff. You got anything on that? No. Uh, like you said, the the limiter is the calculate and yeah. it's like you you don't necessarily want to give incredible cannons to the sick but they have only got the one cannon and they can't calculate anyway so you probably uh, the uh, one that oh i'm sorry the the one i thought about was they probably put the double cannons on here so that you can't put it on an upsilon and have the and have a four die uh because of linked battery have a four die range bonus denying shot with terex yeah maybe um Really, I think it's just to, it's probably primarily to direct people toward this ship and the IG. That's the primary, that's mm. probably the primary reason. Yeah, the most accurate thing that I saw about this was in the comments after it was posted on the website was, um, this is the best IG expansion. <laughs> <laughs> I can dig that. Yeah. Uh, next up would be the multi-missile pods, which have been out for a while, but I think I don't think we've really gone back to them, probably in a couple months. Um, attack, calculate, or target lock. So, uh, spend one charge. If the defender is in your front arc, you may spend one charge to roll one additional attack die. If the defender is in your bullseye, you may spend up to two charge to roll that many additional attack dice instead. This is a range one to two, two-shot ordnance weapon with five charges. Uh, meaning that you can get as many as four red dice at range one out of this thing if somebody's in your bullseye with a target lock. But you could only do that once. Yes, you would only be able to do that once. Yeah. Unless you have a way to recover charges. Yeah, yeah I mean, it probably the gun, it's a gunship, right? It can probably reload. Uh, the droid gunship does not have the reload. Oh, I'm sorry, there it is. I almost I thought that was a rotate. Yes, the droid gunship does have a reload. It has a actually it has a white reload no less. It's interesting. Yeah, white reload yeah. red calculate. Yep. Right. It's interesting. And the, this is the uh, first um this is the first missile upgrade that has the 180 arc on it, right? Yes. That's also pretty good too. I think that's How many things have a double missile upgrade? The only thing I can think of is the bomber, well, but I, I know there's it. more. Oh, you mean how many ships? Uh yeah. the bomber, the K-wing, um, Does a K wing have two uh, two missiles? Maybe I I might be thinking. Um, oh, no, it was a torpedoes, wasn't it? 
in first edition. I can't quite remember. I'll check. You keep going. You're good. Um, and then I think the chemo. Does the Kirax too? No, no, no. The K-Wing does. Ooh, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, K-wing. but the K-Wing's already, it's, it, the K-Wing's already got the, um, the bow tie turret, which is already two. Yep, yep. So this yeah, most but you remember, Jeff, we're talking about action sharing rebels. Yeah, but I, I can't I, really. I think the K wing is is going to be better off with barrage rockets than this thing. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, last one will be the concussion bombs, which unfortunately no one has seen fit to show us what the actual rules on the bomb are. But judging by the concussion rule, it's going to be one damage and then flip a. A damage card face up, right? Yeah, that's what it looks like. And yeah. and this is a saturation bomb. Once you start dropping, you can't stop till you're out of charges. Yep. yep. Which is kind of cool. I mean, it it is kind of cool. Becomes like kind of a an alt cluster mine. I think it'll be really good on the strikers because they can get in there pretty fast. Right. Oh, vagabond with concussion missiles would be fun. Yeah. Yeah, that was the one thing that I thought of when I saw this. I was like, dang, they those could be pretty, especially if you have, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be expensive because you will continuously drop them, right? Oh, I'm looking forward to it on Andrasta. I, I think that being oh, able to carpet bomb somebody, yeah. You got, the, you got some good coverage on yeah. Andrasta. You can do some weird things. Especially with that chassis. Yeah, that's a wall yeah. of bo- it's literally that is a cluster mine. Like it's that actually becomes a cluster mine at that point. Oh man, and can you think about it with Nim spending the charge to like leave one of them out there? Yeah. That would be sweet. I, I'm excited to try huh. that, Jeff. That's yeah, that's interesting. If you were really good with Nim and I, I I worry about Nim on concussion bombs just because of the you're only holding one of them. And they're going to go off like they're they're still going to go off one after the other after the other. But yeah, uh, you, I don't know anything about dropping bombs. Unfortunately, I've n- only had one list that involved them. Now you're you're correct. the The one Nim was super good at being maneuverable and dropping bombs. Um, but one I, might even say the one Nim was broken. Yes. Um, but I do think two Nim. I'm talking about like him being paired with Iman, right? Like yeah. he wouldn't have the concussion bombs. It would be Iman's thing, but Nim has the ability to keep him alive, right? Yeah. Uh, but either way, it's cool. I'm excited to see how expensive these are. There, there's some pretty good stuff in here. So next up, uh, we're going to start looking at the unique pilots. Number one is, uh, I believe that's OGS zero four seven, initiative one, droid gunship. After you perform an attack, if the defender is in your front arc, you may acquire a lock on it. Then, if the defender is in your bullseye it gains one strain token. Uh, it could be, you know, on a... Boy, I feel like we say this every week. If this was on a higher pilot, it might be better. Yeah, unfortunately. I think it is DGS, just in case is anybody... It DGS? Okay. Um, I... So, after you perform an attack, if the defender's on your arc, you may acquire a lock on it. Um... I mean that's not terrible because keep in mind that the chassis ability of the ship means that then any anybody higher in it next round is going to have that that lock to modify dice. Yeah. Um, and then if the defenders in your bullseye gains a strain token, I mean that's not a terrible. 
not a terrible ability. The only downside is of it being really low is the uh, the defender can just do a blue to get rid of the strain. But you know that's you know von. It's good enough for von Reg. It's good enough for DGS 047. What was that ability that the droid gunships were going to have that required them that you got uh, that required target locks? Their, no, no, no. It's their chassis ability. Uh, yeah, you can't yeah, I was just thinking about I, I was wondering where it was. And I'm like, oh shit, it's the chassis ability. You cannot spend your locks to reroll attack die while you perform an attack. You may reroll a number of attack dice up to the number of friendly locks on the defender. Meaning that if you're running this with a couple other gunships at I1, they all now have a natural reroll after DGS goes first. Yep, just said that. Yep, I oh, was gonna say, right, but, well, I'm, I'm sorry. Is there an echo? Is there an echo? It was, it was in my head, and I couldn't find out what it was. And I'm like, oh, oh, thanks, Jeff. All right. Uh, well, that's uh, <clears throat> editing. Um, <laughs> next up, the Geonosia prototype. I actually really like this one. When you perform a missile or cannon attack, you may remove one tractor token up the, from the defender to reroll up to two attack dice. Um, limited to two. It's not unique, just limited. So at this point, this is anti-nantex no it I works with it works with the nantex well it works either way it also it would also work if you're shooting at something you're totally correct it, yeah it would also yeah. be work if you were shooting against a, a nantex group that didn't have ensnare basically they certainly swing both ways yeah i mean nobody has ensnare anymore because ensnare is crazy crazy expensive and it's broken because it's broken because it's broken so, uh, so I'm thinking this is now anti-Nantex. I mean, I don't know if it was intended as that, but a, as of as of this point, it it is right. right. As of this podcast, yeah. As of this, I mean, as of this moment in time. Is there anything else that you can that's in heavy play that you can really count on seeing tractor tokens across the table? Uh, what's her name from uh, Scum? Um, Sabine's friend. God, I can't remember. Well, remember, name. remember the droid gunships. They have tractor. Yeah. They have the cannon slot, meaning they could track their other things. That's true. Right. Yeah, that's right. true. So yeah, if you true. weren't running like a mass, if you didn't have a massive target locks, you could launch, you could send some, you know, put uh, one or two of these of these guys with cannons, with, with yeah. tractor cannons, and hang six tractor tokens on a guy. And then suddenly the next three ships are all, you know, they're all double modded or two reroll and calculate, I Kept guess. Yeah. Ketsu's the girl. Yeah, actually, that's not a bad point. I mean, it's, you know, it's, yeah, it's true. Yep, yep. Next up, uh, we're going with D, uh, because this is very small. DGS 286. Before you engage, you may choose another friendly at range 0 to 1. That ship transfers one calculate to you. That's always handy. I mean, depending on how you want your calculates mixed up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's basically a single, um, like, vulture-style... Network calculation. Network, cal- yeah. network calculation, right? Yeah, yeah, or it's like the uh, the i the the weakest form of the IGA ability. Yeah, yep. well, uh, it's half of Cato Lichos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not, I would I would not expect the ship to pay a lot of points for that ability. Yeah, but it's going to be handy in certain situations. Yep. Uh, next up, the Onderon Oppressor. After you barrel roll or side slip, if you are stressed, gain one calculate token. So when FFG 
sponsored me to say Nantex every 30 seconds, they failed to mention to me if there was going to be an upgrade of two BX commando droids uh, as an equipped part of the ship that fly around on top and just jump on yeah, yeah, ships. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> as crew. They're uh, their crew. They just hang out on top of the ship. Right. That's actually a... So, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but these ships were from the Rebels cartoon, the late seasons Rebels cartoon. And, yep. And that was... I, I was when I was watching that, I was like, "How in the world are they going to do this in the game?" And uh, and they did it really, really well, at least from you know from reading it as opposed to getting a chance to play it. Right, right. Yeah, I I, I think these again, everything depends on points, but I think from a chassis ability, an upgrade, an upgrade point of view, and a, and a you know a basic stat line, I think these are playable right now. Oh yeah. Like they're, I mean, they're, they're, it's they're a solid. it's a very alt droid list, but I think they're they have the same kind of you know short range control that the vulture droids have. Um, the side slip is going to be crazy for just keeping guys on target and for basically always having shots. Probably comparable to the A wings. Mm-hmm. Um, and they well, have <laughs> they have all the ordnance you could ever possibly want. Uh, like this the, is yeah. gonna be, Go ahead, Drew. I apologize. I was just going to say, and there's the other thing too. A lot of people are are crying foul about you know, oh, Nantex only have two attack dice, and uh, and you know they don't really do a whole lot of damage. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, well, bullshit. these things, yeah, these things have a 180 arc and and have the same output, right? Like, yeah. Or almost. well, they, no, they don't. They don't check these. We have the same because they don't have the the three die bullseye, and the, they probably the majority of them will not have talent slots. Right, right. I mean, they've got the three die bullseye when they equip multi missile pods, so four die bullseye even. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting. I'm I'm very interested to see what the price point is because you look at the stat line, and it's worse than a U ring, U wing, right? So you, I start thinking eh, maybe thirty, right? But then you think about how they can move, and that's gonna it's going to be worth a lot because you, you mentioned the RZ two a wings and their time on target, which is really good. Mm-hmm. The difference, the advantage these thing ha- things have is they get this, the time on target and they're still facing the target. Well, and it's a one eighty arc. Yeah. Instead, of a, instead arc. of a 90. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's um, it, it's, I think that that's going to push their, their price uh, up clo- close to the 40 range. Which I, I think is... they have to be more expensive than, than probably they would have to be more expensive. I initiative for initiative than a Y wing, which is, I think probably their closest, um, their closest actual counterpart. In terms of, because of the defense of the one, five, three, the stat the line, and also the dial's actually not that far off. Now, Y-Wings don't have a five straight. Um, and they definitely, for some reason, I fucking hate the droids get two blue hearts for free. Yeah, um, that's my biggest thing with them, too, even to this day. With this the thing is so like, weird. Why? Like, it's yeah, so good. No, I, trust me, we're going to get to the tie RB heavy, and you're going to hear me go off again. Um, but yeah, like I think these probably are going to be priced pretty comparable to a Y-Wing. Like maybe a two or three point bonus for the side slur, or they're going to price the 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 repulsors are going to be not zero cost, which probably should be the case, because right. you 
could fly these without the repulsors. I mean, you, you could, but I, I just see I hate that. It's like, yep, yep. You, you, it's like the droids with the grappling struts. There were those didn't exist. Yeah, these without the repulsors didn't exist. They shouldn't be. They shouldn't cost anything. They should be a zero to make people take them. Basically, I agree. Uh, and uh, so I hope they don't do that. That would be that would be annoying in the same way as the grappling struts are. Yeah, but if they do, you know, the thing is that if they don't, people are going to complain that, well, what if I don't use them every... It's like, shut up. Well, if you don't use the side slip every game, that's because you're bad. Yeah. Well, but there's the other thing too, right? Like, there were there were also times in 1.0 where you take, you know, you take an upgrade because it's supposed to be for the ship and you'd never use it. But nine times out of ten when I saw things like that in 1.0, you didn't need it because you already won. Right? Yeah. So well, I mean, the truth of the matter is that when I play X Wings in 2.0, I do not always use the servo motors S foil. Yep, yep, same. Thing. I, I pretty you much know. use them every game, but that's because I'm crazy. I, I mean, I often do, but not every game. Don't yeah. need them every game. Not if you, you know. Yeah. Uh, Last thing we're going to talk about with these guys is going to be the new relay droid Kalani. Uh, this was the one from the actual Rebels episode from the. Who was also yes. in Rebels, correct? He was the yep. the leftover guy. Um, General Kalani, yeah. That yep. one, yeah. Yep. Uh, after an enemy ship executes a maneuver, if it is in the bullseye of a friendly ship at range 0 to 3, you may spend one charge. If you do, that friendly acquires a lock on that enemy ship, then gains one stress token. Uh, he also gives whatever he's attached to the calculate action, and he has three charge with, I believe this is the first time we've ever seen this, three recharges. So you can, you're, you're, if you keep lining up bullseyes, you can keep giving out three target locks a turn. Mm-hmm. I want to ask about this, and then I want to ask about the ship, the, this ship, and then just the list question. Is this going to be, is Kalani good enough to start building, like, to, you know, really start building mixed separatist squads? And if I mean, like, two or two to four different kinds of ships. If you can keep, if, if the Vultures, if, sorry, if the CIS as a faction continues to be able to field six to seven ships on the board you will see kalani but again it's also based on cost right yeah i mean i think you're gonna run into a to a certain point you're gonna run into kalani and the other relay kalani is obviously analogous to being able to keep three calculates on the token was that cracking Yes. Um, so you know, and and that's the that's where they they started the design for the ship. Instead of three calculates, we're going to give you three target locks because you can re-roll dice when you have target locks on ships, and yep. that's that's what's going on there. I think to a certain extent, you're going to need to make this choice as to which of these, as to whether you can balance a calculate focus squad with a target lock focus squad. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I think the answer to that depends on that's gonna that's gonna decide whether mixed squads work or not. If people can find can find and manage that right balance. The other thing is is that people will inevitably lean away from Kalani first, just because it's easier to get calculates than target locks. Yes, it is. Yep. Just yep. that yeah. you know. Which so I mean, I, there's a reason for that, but it also sucks. I think that it's difficult to. Uh, I think that the fact that you need to, 
the the enemy ship needs to end up in your bullseye which is not really not really your skill i mean it is to a certain extent but it's not it's not something you have a tremendous amount of control over um so you're dependent on the enemy and then in addition to that when you get the lock you take a stress token yeah um so i sort of wish it had been I just don't see this triggering all that much against an aware opponent. I actually wish it had been a strain token, not a stress. Because what I worry about with this is that you're going to get some, you know, you'll do a reposition or you'll do uh, any kind of linked stress maneuver or a red maneuver for that matter to to try to proc this thing. And then you end up double stressed. Yeah. And it turns off uh, being stressed, turns off a couple, all but one of the side slips, I think. Maybe not. It does the two blue would still work, I guess. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, we'll see. It's going to be. I, I'm. I'm sort of in favor of anything that uses bullseye. So. Next up, we are going to play with Drew's favorite new toy, the Tie RB Heavy. Uh, the ship that I might. This might be the thing that I'm least impressed with. Just because of the limited nature of the pilots and the fact that I think that they're bad. Um, and I don't say that just to troll Drew. I mean, that's just like my objective opinion. Uh, first one we're going to talk about is, and we're the name, of course, we don't know how to pronounce this freaking name because it's Star Wars and it could be whatever you want. I'm going with Lightan Dree, uh, I3 unique, tie RB heavy. When a friendly ship at range zero to two performs an attack, if you are in the defender's left side or right side arc, the attacker may reroll one attack die. Jeff thinks this is a flank maneuver ability, which I can see. I'm wondering if maybe you're not supposed to just, if this is kind of a boom and zoom mechanic where you're meant to just fly into something. And then this gives you, this lets you keep flying straight while still contributing in a small way to the fight. I mean, with the, with the, with the amount of hole it has, sure. You know, you could dive into the fray, but even at eight health, most things don't really survive. And with no shields, right? Like crits in this game are so nasty. They hurt. I, well, you, you're flying into the side arc, is the point. You're supposed so to. Be. You're not, yeah. You're you're not gonna get. You're not supposed to be taking a lot of shots. Um, I, I mean, I don't think that it being a flank or boom and zoom, fly, hit, move past is. I don't think those are mutually exclusive because remember, you rotate your arc backward. So. Yeah. You can benefit from this card twice in two turns easily. Yep. Yeah, I think it's just a. I. I. It's a very mediocre ability to me. I. I it's a passive mod, man. I. I. I just got to disagree. It's okay. It's a passive mod. Uh, just out of uh, just in case anybody cares, I read somewhere, unsubstantiated, but I found it interesting that. Han Solo saved the life of Light and Dree and got kicked out of the Imperial Academy for it. Interesting. I'm yeah. not I'm not impressed with this ship either. I was really hoping that it would have something that would bring the ties to the <laughs> fold. I don't think it does that, yeah. but I'm hoping yeah. to be proven wrong. Uh, next up is the one we've already seen, Rampage. Uh, after you execute a speed three to four maneuver, you may choose a ship in your bullseye arc, or your, I'm sorry, your turret arc, at range zero to one. If you do, that ship gains one strain I, token or two stress tokens. If you are damaged, that's two strain. Oh, tokens. is that two strain? Okay. So this is. I, yeah, I think this he, is much better. 
I mean, it's better for sure. It's easier to use. Yep. Yep. It's higher, higher in it. I think this lets you number one, because it's low in it. This means you can actually proc it more often than not. Um, it doesn't say fully execute, which, you know, we've already seen how broke you can make that. Uh, oh, we're not talking about that ship though. Meaning that you could essentially at the, you know, at every turn, as long as you can get within zero to one of somebody, you can plan who you're going to hand these two strain tokens to just about every turn. I'm going to ask a dumb question. Is this the first time Agile Gunner might be playable? I, de I definitely think that it helps. First time? I mean, not the first time, but I do feel like Agile Gunner would be useful, very useful on this ship. Because I mean, like that's Agile Gunner basically guarantees that unless that you're gonna that you're gonna proc this on whatever you want, or or very close. Um, I mean, well, keep in mind that it it does have a white rotate. So, um, I I mean, maybe I guess the the thing that interests me about Rampage is this is a very good mid init. Yes, ability. I agree. This is an ability that is he is if he gets behind a um, a higher init ship, he's still got some tools to mess with yes. that pilot, which is rare, you know. Um, the other thing I I personally love the tie RV heavy. It's the one that I'm most looking forward to out of all of these, and it's because the sheer audacity of um, reinforce on a ship with no. <laughs> I, yep, yep. <laughs> just, you know, to reinforce those non-existent shields yeah. and let's do this. Um, I think that is fantastic. Hey, it's also a TIE fighter who has a natural target lock, which is kind of rare. Yeah. I mean, it's rare in Empire. That's true. Yeah. Uh, probably the biggest thing about this that we need to talk about, though, is the configurations. Um, apparently these guys come with built-in droids called Maneuver Assist MGK-300 and Target Assist MGK-300. Uh, the first side, it does not have, this does not have to be set to a certain side on deployment. You can pick whichever one you want, meaning that it's probably going to be on Maneuver Assist for the short term. And then the majority of the time it'll be on Target Assist. Uh, oh no, this isn't a food card. These are two yeah, oh, separate. Oh, are these separate? Yeah. Two different ones. Oh. You have to choose. You have to choose, and and I suspect we're going to see target assist a lot oh, yeah. more often. I was looking at that. I was like, why would you take the other one? Because three blue banks. Uh, sure. Yeah. The worst. The rampage. Is going to Vince, take the you other mean one, the worst right? maneuver in the game? Come on. Can you not give? Can you not reactivate my PTSD about three banks? <laughs> Sorry. Like. <laughs> it is well known that that maneuver has killed me more times than any other single piece of fucking cardboard. <laughs> and not to mention, it was responsible for my most infamous moment in X-wing. Hooray! Well, um, um, but let's um, but let's go through them, though, right? So, what 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 what, what do each one of these do? Uh, the maneuver assist MGK gives you a white calculate and a white barrel roll into a red calculate. That's decent. Uh, reduce the difficulty of your speed three straight and bank maneuvers, meaning that the TIE RB, which has a fairly, I would say that's a decent dial for a medium. Um, yep. And yep. we compare it somewhat favorably to the Naboo uh, in a lot of ways, um, except that it has a white one forward that the or a blue one forward that the Naboo doesn't have. Um, 
but it does not have a K turn and it does not have a stop, which you would think this would have a stop action or a maneuver. That's a yeah. tie fighter, man. It's a, you think rampage? You think rampage ever stops? He never stops. <laughs> Once he starts, he never. Yeah. Okay. I have to ask this: If, when playing this ship, are you required to yell "Rampage" like Archer from Terms of Enrampagement? I think it's perfectly <laughs> reasonable. I Shout also, out Caleb Wong. I you know also what to think. Do. I, I also think if anybody loses track of your charges, charges, you have to say, "How do you not?" <laughs> wow. uh, that's a that's a really deep inside joke. Archer, Archer fans only. I, I like. I watch Archer, and I don't get that joke. Whenever anybody shoots guns, Archer, Archer completely he can keep track of how many bullets oh. fourteen guns have, have fired, and and everybody says, "How do you do that?" And he says, "How, how do, do you not?" H. <laughs> John Benjamin's voice is so perfect for that fucking character, uh, and it's back by the way. Archer what? Is back. When? Uh, I believe the first two episodes have aired of the new season. Cutting this episode short, we're going to watch Archer. Um, Archer Watch Party on Twitch. Uh, anyway, uh, I, I can see why you guys would prefer the other one. I just really like Blue Three Banks. I think that Rampage is going to enjoy the shit out of the maneuver yep. assist. And uh, a, a big, a big-ass medium ship with uh, two, it's two, two banks and three banks and two straight and this thing is actually more maneuverable than an x-wing with the maneuver assist on it yep i mean it's sort of like an arc if the speeds were pushed one higher yeah right um it's a it's a weird dial but i I think it's pretty i think it's a great dial for a medium i mean it's not it has it has no fire it's not the fire spray i mean let's (laughs) but um what is a fire like yeah, exactly. It's certainly no medium Nantex. Cha-ching. Another nickel into Drew's bank account. Um, target assist MGK, white calculate, and white rotate into white calculate, which that will you that is that's yeah. that's pretty fucking good. Um also the question is if this thing has double cannons, does that auto include the synced cannon on it? The synced laser cannon? Would you like just Glue staple gun it to the thing if it has that. I mean, because then you're talking about guaranteed awful. three dice at any range. It really does seem good, yeah. doesn't it? I mean, it's yeah. It just, I think this one's going to be significantly more expensive than the maneuver assist, probably twice right. as much. I fucking hope so. Because that was yeah. we're, like uh, we're saying that, and we haven't even read what the card text says. Uh, before you engage, right. if you have no green tokens and you are not stressed. Gained one calculate for each enemy ship at range two to three in your firing arc up to a maximum of two. Uh, Okay. I would say that that's a pretty good indicator that you're going to want to put expert handling on this thing. Uh, Well, yes. Um, Keep in mind that it's in your firing arc. So you do have to, your turret needs to be rotated the right way. Right. That's uh, where the Agile Gunner comes in. Yeah, maybe. Right, but I think Jeff is talking uh, about having them be so low initiative, you have to kind of plan for someone to be in front of you. Right. right. Which, is, which could be hard, especially if your opponent knows that that is how, you know, your ship needs to do that in order to work properly. Yeah, but it's also Empire, yeah, and they have no shortage of blockers. Also true. 
True. But this is unfortunately one of those cards that is much, much better at high in it. Well, <laughs> no. But I mean, you know, what what upgrades are we talking about with this thing? I mean, I think with the sync laser turret, I, I can't. I can't, in my limited imagination, not being a great list builder, I can't think of something that's better to carry cannon wise yeah. than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not maybe not an ion cannon. Um, an ion turret. Uh, I, I I don't want to put an ion turret doing one damage on a medium yep, base. That's fair. It's probably going to be pretty expensive too, especially with the target assist, right? Like, yeah, you're gonna want it. You're gonna want it to be doing damage. But I mean, if if you yep. just look at its stats, you could argue that its basic stat line is really only worth about twenty. You could argue that it's really only worth about twenty five points just on its stats, because a whole upgrade on one each on one evade is only worth three points according to FFG. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So, and it's only a two die. I mean, it is only a two die primary. Now that basically means that you're going to have to put a turret or a, a cannon on this thing, or you are going to do next to zero damage but look if there's guys running around using four wookies there's no reason you can't couldn't run like maybe six of these and just play you know and just and just go with i have more health than you could ever possibly do damage and by the way i'm nibbling you to death the whole time yeah 48 48 48 health would be a fucking lot yeah that would um but it would also be a big chunk in formation to yep. move around. Yep. Eight medium bases, so or six medium bases. That's. I, I just can't justify this thing being forty point, even forty points. I can't. I don't see that at all. I was thinking it would be around no. there. I don't think it'd be. 40 I can't points. justify I think, this. Uh, I can justify this at maybe thirty-five. I was thinking 33, 34 like points just, is the lowest. I just to make sure you can't do six of them, I think is going to be where this thing is going to end up. 34. Yeah. Like the um, the Punisher. Yeah. Right? Or yeah. The Pun- the, yeah, the, the cheap ones are, are, are that. Or around there, if I remember correctly, which I probably I, read. The, uh, you're about right, the Cutlass. The Punisher does have one. It's got shields and it's got one more hull. One more health, rather. I just, I feel like FFG smart. Well, I don't want to feel like, I hope FFG is smart enough to realize you do not want to put 48 health worth of these on the board. Yeah. On the other hand, we would have hoped FFG was smart enough to realize you don't want to put six. (coughs) I was going to make the noise. Hilarious. To be fair, you could put six Y wings on the board. Also true. Yeah. Okay. Good luck. But the Y wings don't have a turret. They don't, they don't, turn for or shit. They, they do not turn for shit. <laughs> uh, I mean, their dial's not far off of this, though. The only real difference is the blue bank, the blue two banks. Yep. I mean, that is a that is a difference, though. Right, but Y-Wings um, have blue one banks. Rebel Y-Wings have blue one banks. Rebel Y-Wings. <laughs> I, I caught it. I caught it. You know what doesn't have any blue banks? Pray tell. The lat So we're going there. We're just going to hey. do it. No no, I, no, no. I was just, I was just pointing out if you were ready to transition. I was. Well, I do want to talk about the that. first unique tie upgrade. The 
the ion perimeter. Yeah, uh, Drew will remember we talked about this with Nick, but with Jeff here, I'm going to run it back. After yep. you fully execute a red maneuver, you may perform a barrel roll action even while stressed. If you do roll an attack die on a hit, gain a strain. On a crit, gain an ion. That's yep. pretty cool for TIE Fighters. I'm not going to lie. I agree with it. I think the weirdest, there are two two things about this card that I think are particularly interesting. I think it's interesting that it's a yes. talent. Okay. Um, but I guess, honestly, I would expect it to be tech, but... I was thinking mod. You know, uh, maybe mod, yeah. Uh, the other thing I think is interesting is that I would rather the hit result gave me an ion and the crit result gave me a strain. Uh -huh. Um, you know, the tie doesn't really matter doing a blue one forward and taking a focus often, no, two forward. but losing, it, uh, you mean two that? forward? No, I mean a blue one forward. Yeah. Oh, on an, okay. On an ion. Okay. My bad. Yeah. I was like, tie fighters it, don't have a one really forward. It, it really minds taking a strain token. It does. Yeah. Especially you, Jeff. Uh, yeah. Especially me. <laughs> um, I don't like to strain. I, I prefer to just get in and get my business. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I, I, I just think it would be more interesting to me personally if those were flipped. If a hit gave you the ion and a. You know who I love this on? Strain. Scorch. Um, the stress, the sure. stress to roll an additional one, right? Yep. Oh, but then he doesn't get his, uh, he can't, well, I, can Scorch double stress? He doesn't get it. He doesn't get a modifier. I, I want to check if Scorch has to can is allowed to take another stress. Uh, oh no, he cannot do it. Okay, never mind. Nope, not on Scorch. Um, yeah, yeah. Because if he was allowed to double stress himself in order to pick up another to barrel roll and then pick up another die, this would be extremely good on him. Yeah, I. As soon as I saw another that it was die, a talent, bullseye ability. No, you're all good. As soon as I saw it was a talent, I was like, oh, great, right? Like, we have all these problems with swarms, but yet we don't see the original TIE swarm. I was really hoping this would have something to boost TIEs, and as far as I can tell, it's, I mean, yeah, I guess the TIE swarm is all named guys anyways, or it used to be, right? Barring one or two mm -hmm. academies. But I don't think that a card like this is enough that we're going to see, you know, how runner swarm back in or any kind of mini tie swarm other, but I guess, I guess I'm wrong. Cause we've seen competitively right rack with four ties, right. Which is rack mini swarm. Yeah. Of course they can't afford the ion limiter override. Not only do they not have talents, but they literally don't. That, have that points, is also true so. too. Yep. So I think you could run a, uh, I mean, I think you could run this on Mauler and scourge if I'm honest. I, I mean, I, I honestly think that if Howrunner has ever moved back to a reasonable point, yeah. you could run this on Black Squadron pilots and and have a decent, uh, have a decent third round of engagement where you can actually K turn and maybe get guns on target. You could also run it on um, um, on the better version, which is the Tie FO, and they can sloop into a barrel roll, which is just dirty. Yeah, the thing about the Thai FO is that they have the access to Which, proud tradition yeah. and and fanatical, both of which are better. 
yeah, okay, fair. So I think this is going to end up primarily um, when you're talking about the basic TIE fighters, it's primarily going to end up. On is there the any other TIE that you could put this on? I'm th I'm trying to figure out a way to use it to abuse it on a rebel tie somehow, but you know, um, uh, you could have some fun with Sabine on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, when it says tie, it's talking about anything, anything. with it's the tie, anything, tie. anything tie. Yep. That is that is very very. Also, broad. it works on the on it works <laughs> on the V wing, which we don't know yes, a whole uh, lot about. Yep. The sorry, viewing, the, the viewing is a tie oh, variant for for yeah, Republic. Right. Right. Um, I don't yeah. understand why they gave Phantoms the ability to barrel roll in the D cloak and then K turn or do a red maneuver and then barrel roll again. Because it's not an action. Yeah, it is. This says you may perform a barrel roll action. No, no, the, the oh, D cloak is not it. an action. Correct. It's a it is a it is a barrel roll, but like little Annie's, it is a barrel roll that's right. not an action. But there you go, you get the sigmas with this. Or or even a defender, right? Defenders have the white K turn, but all of their turn maneuvers are red. Except for the three. So yeah. this could also be really good. Okay. Uh yeah, that's not bad actually. Yeah. Um Yeah, that's not bad for defenders. It's probably gonna be pretty cheap. Um, oh God! This on 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 Dutch. Well, no. Uh, this yeah. This on what's her name? Riad would be fucking irritating. Yeah. On the other hand, your defender rolls the um rolls the crit result and, and explodes defender. on the next turn. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, fair uh, enough. You know. All right, it's interesting. It's it's definitely an attempt to probably get the generic ties back into the game, and it probably isn't enough. I really would slap this on Mauler and Scourge and then maybe build the rest of my 130, 120 points to something else because those two are decently cheap. And they're yeah. I, they're still I-5s. Yep. Uh, last but not least, Deadeye Shot, new, another new talent. Smaller, medium, ships only. Uh, while you perform a primary attack, if the defender is in your bullseye, you may spend one hit or change one crit to a hit. If you do, the defender exposes one of its damage cards. Uh, my new favorite joke that I will repeat on air is this is just FFG's continuing attempt to make Thane Kyrell completely irrelevant. Or it's FFG's homage to Thane Which Kyrell. do you think it is, Jeff? I think it's. I don't, see, I don't want to use the word attempt. I don't think <laughs> FFG actually really. You're, you're right. They don't have to attempt to make Thane irrelevant. He already is. Um, I'm going to use this as an excuse to transition over into the lat because that ship also does come with Dead Eye Shot. I don't see. I just don't see a lot of reasons why you're going to want to give up a crit with the, unless you know. You know what? If you know you're hitting, you're hitting shields. Or soulless one, or or impervium plating. Yes, rather. that actually, yeah, in, uh, impervium plating would be really that'd be pretty cool against impervium plating. But yeah, like if somebody has damage yeah, cards underneath and you're already hitting shields, uh, this would be great. Yeah, yeah. like uh, with cluster bombs, right, right, or just against things with regen. Mm -hmm. True, although. 
Regen is pretty much died yeah. out. FFG has done a pretty good job of stamping it out of the uh, stamping those weeds out of the garden. Well, making when you hit sure it with flamethrower, making sure it'll never, yeah, it'll never rear its head again because it's too expensive. Like they didn't so much pull the weeds, Jeff, as they barbecued the garden. Yeah. Yep. 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 Like I, I, I could see Dead Eye Shot being usable, but it's so limited. Like maybe I put this on maybe I yeah. put this on Thane just so on the one time that I that I do get that something does have two cards on it, I can just go flip both of them. I don't even want to deal with your bullshit. <laughs> well, I, I mean honestly, I think that uh, imagine it being pretty cheap and being on A wings. If I believed it all in Rebel A wings, maybe. Well, that's just it. I mean, A wings all of a sudden that can flip damage cards. They don't have to do damage to the ship they just flip damage cards suddenly that seems pretty decent and and i really don't think these are going to be that expensive. no this is a one point card there's no way to cost as much as predator yeah. absolutely not so um i mean i could see it being used on in a list with a you know a two two a wings for example. i could see it on jake maybe See, don't Arvel. I would Arvel is Arvel would definitely be doable. The problem is the game is just passed Arvel by. Kind of like Arvel's ability was great for the first year and a half of this game, and now it's just Nantex is make Arvel irrelevant. Like, I didn't want to uh, say shit. I I also think that to a certain extent, players are just aware how much Arvel can screw them up and. Players are a lot more careful about Arvel than they used yeah. to be. I mean, it used to be players would just, uh, uh, Arvel can't reach me here. No, yeah, he's an A-wing. He can reach you there, and he's going to get a shot that you don't get to return. Now players know where Arvel yeah. can go, and they are. You know, I, I remember watching a game where you played Arvel, and you pulled off this fantastic block with Arvel and a boot a boost block with Arvel and and I was like that was really really impressive. Nowadays nobody fall for it. No, nobody you know, nobody goes near him. Uh, they they just they one yeah. straight or they or they just they one straight until they get a, a double modded shot on him and you have to fly forward with him. And he outruns the rest of a rebel list. That's always been my problem is yep. that you have to play Arvel yeah. so fast. Or you feed yep. you feed a ship to him to get the ability oh, yeah. and you, your opponent you is like garbage yeah, you the ability and then you just blow Arvel up and it's like oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. 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 Well Arvel also just dies to swarms. He just dies immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and X Wing and Drew, you called this months ago. You were right and I I I was wrong. X Wing is moving in a very in a in a closer to closer to four to five ship direction. Oh so I mean I didn't even remember saying that other than yes, I, I think that that's where the game should be but you know uh, clearly the game is is what six nantex five nantex touching touching right like, the, the game is the game is six nantex <laughs> yes exactly game six nantex or don't play <laughs> wow <laughs> or or run dash um, with the ston if you don't do that just stay home uh not to we, we do want to talk about the lat, but just do you guys remember what that other dash build was that did fairly well? It wasn't Biston. It was um, it was, was something it, was it Ezra? else, and it did. Was it what was, was it, it? Ezra? I honestly don't remember. It only shot once per turn, 
but it was actually a pretty effective build, and I can't. I'll need to look that up. I just I don't uh, remember. I, I like seeing Dash back in the game as long as Dash isn't completely double tap. Well, the problem. <laughs> so here's the issue: as soon as we realize that, as soon as a Dash build comes out that can just butcher Nantexes, do you know what that means? He's going to just destroy swarms. It will be the exact same thing. <laughs> yep. Yep. Like yeah. he will just start deleting two droids a turn. That's and 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 FFG does not want that because they want to sell more boats. Yeah. And also yeah. like Imperial Aces, if you're running them, you're not buying models anymore. And I hate to be the one to put it that uh, way, but I think we know I'm right. Yeah, that's no, that's yep. very yep. true. I mean, I don't want to get too depressing here, but you, even if you're a new player, you don't need no, to buy. Not for full. Imperial you don't player. buy them firsthand. That's for sure. Oh, exactly. Like you buy a conversion kit, and yeah. then you buy for five dollars from your one of the OGs at your LGS. Yeah, yeah. So they definitely need to move yeah. product, which means they want they want high ship counts. But I agree with Drew. Four to five ships is where it's at. Um, so I'm glad yep. to see it. Uh, let's talk about the lat. We are going to have to speed through this unless Jeff is willing to stay up a little bit later for us. Um, we're looking at a two die bow tie turret, one evade, eight health, two shields, two uh, charges natural with a single recharge per turn, and the I'm sorry, I'm going to get this wrong. The fire convergence ability. Uh, while a friendly ship performs a non turret attack, if the defender is in your turret arc, you may spend one charge. If you do. The attacker rerolls up to two attack dice. Drew and I have talked about this a little bit. We're pretty sure this is to help Naboo's. Yeah, uh, I, I think that it's they're going to be expensive, right? Like, can we just agree on that, or yeah. or is that up or is that up for debate? I think they're going to be expensive because they're ten. They're they're points. chunky. They're thick. They're they're, they're thick with two C's. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely. Not to mention the double the double recharge on a chassis ability. That, mm -hmm. That's fairly unheard of. Well, the, keep in mind, this is going to really, really help uh, uh, Ether Sprites and, and Edda's, I imagine. It is going to help ETAs. Yeah, I agree. It's going to help people with force, right? You... <laughs> All of a sudden, you don't need a focus token or, or a target lock because you've got two two attack dice to reroll with yep. your force. Yeah, uh, my only uh, my only thing with that, Jeff, is you Jedi don't like flying in formation. No, that's true. But on the other hand, the turret uh, a primary yeah, turret does go attack, out to range three. Uh, does go out to range yeah. three? That's a lot of a lot of yep. arc coverage. No, that's that is definitely true. Um, the first unique pilot is named Hound. Uh, after a friendly small ship in your in your turret arc gains a depleter strain, if you have no tokens of that type, you may transfer that token to yourself. That's extremely useful on a ship that is not going to have a lot of natural offense and whose main defense is the fact that it's chonky as fuck. Um, and it could save yeah. a lot of small ships' lives fairly consistently. It'll probably get used more as the game goes further and further as we know strain and deplete are like newer things with the game so i feel like as more new stuff comes out that utilizes them we'll probably see hound more often yeah yeah but even with uh even with just the prevalence of gas clouds 
Oh, Christ. You know, Did mean, you have to say that? I didn't even think of it. Yeah, saying. I know. You're right. Shit. It's so much better for Hound to take your strain than for Obi-Wan Kenobi to take yep. the strain. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that that's, it's not a bad ability. I, I really like the, the thematic aspect of it being in your turret arc, meaning that basically you've got, you know, troops on board that are keeping an eye in the direction of the turret and help, you know, making an effort to help people out is basically what it comes down yeah. to. Yeah. I like to, I, I like the, I think that this is kind of cool. Uh, not only because it's it's going to be used probably on gas cloud stuff, but the other thing is uh, it's going to eat deplete tokens, which can be really fucking irritating. So, like, say one of your Jedi gets jammed, or if there's a mag pulse, all of us, and it, it's going to be down to two, two, like, one attack die or two. Psych, just kidding. Hound's going to eat that. Yeah. There was one other way you pick up a strain that I, oh, dedicated. Yep, yep, yep. So, like, if you're running, I don't know, again, we don't know how much this is going to cost, but you can go from running Obi-Wan and two arcs, or at three arcs, to Obi-Wan Hound and two arcs. Now, all of a sudden, the arcs have two rerolls with their focuses, and they can proc their dedicated with basically no penalty? Yeah, I mean, tell Torrents can, can use dedicated at this point. True. Uh, but I was, I was thinking just, like, um, just in terms of that specific combination where the arcs don't have to worry about the strain token anymore and they're getting three die attacks right. with focus reroll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a pretty, that's a thick front wall to chew through what? Tw- uh, 28 health, 30 probably in that list. Do you guys think it's at all funny that this thing, this thing has these huge honking guns and has a primary attack of two? I think it's a, again, it's from a game, like a game mechanic. I don't right. think you want these with three front front dice. Yeah. Also, it would it would I mean, I it guess. would push the arc out of the game if they did. Probably. Because like, why if if you have a ship with a built-in support ability and the same and a turret with three dice, why are you taking an arc? Yeah. yeah. Not to mention better actions. Uh-oh. Like, so we've got the arc starting at what is it forty two. I think so. Are you thinking that? Oh. These, these half, no, these half. Yeah. Well, oh, they better be 45. 48. Like, what do you. Uh, I, I agree with compared Drew, to the, um Compared yeah. to the E. Well, it's only one. It's one more health plus two charges, but it's. My, remember, you can make you can make a lot of things cheap if you only give it two red dice. You will see the 212, though, if people are going to do double true. Jedi and a 212. You mean yeah, the- no, but that is it's a it is two even though it's a bow tie turret, it is only two dice and that's worth some point. So maybe forty five, forty six. You know what? This is the what's yeah. the the base K wing is only thirty eight guys. Yeah, but the K wing doesn't give re rolls to friends. That's yeah. the thing. True, it's but a- I, how much is that? Yeah, that's that's a, that's a fucking lie. Um. Yeah, it's going to be a lot, but the pro- uh, yeah. On the other hand, we were just talking about moving product. 40, and 46, you know how you 44? Yeah, maybe, maybe 30. No, it's not going to be 32. So, <laughs> sell, a, sell a shit ton of them and then jack them. And then, and then you rank it back up. Yep. 
next up is Warthog. This is probably my favorite. Um, after you or a friendly non-limited ship at range 0 to 2 are destroyed during the engagement phase, that ship is not removed until the end of the phase. That's insanely good. That is really, really like, good. That is, there is no better anti-ace protection than you are guaranteed to get one shot off. The the first thing that I thought when I saw this was, why can't I have this in an Imperialist? You did Rufus? in 1.0. Every, you know what is funny? Anyone who's ever played Armada is absolutely having PTSD right now. Oh, oh yeah. Reekin oh, yeah. broke... Yeah. Reek, General Reekin, the yeah. Rebel Admiral who had this ability, broke Armada for like a year and a half. His there was ability, no other... His ability was the same thing. Squadrons aren't removed until they activate... Ships too, uh, ship. Uh, sorry, big ships as well. Yeah. So, so Jeff, you'd have your big ass carrier flew in front of an Imperial Star Destroyer. The Imperial Star Destroyer just laid waste to it, and uh, Reekin was like, "Nope, it's not moving until it activates." And then you just blow the ISD up. Yeah. You, there was a. There, it, it was on one ship basically that this went crazy, uh, and it was called the MC Thirty. And you could drop as many as eleven dice out of this thing with no fear of not of it not getting to shoot. Um, but I do want to give a quick shout out. There's a lot of Turfiner memes, right? Wasn't Turfiner's ability the same? Like he's not removed until he gets to activate. Oh, that was Fel's Wrath. Fel's Wrath. Uh, Fel's Wrath. That's right. That that same thing, right? Fel's Wrath. No. So this is the the Fel's Wrath for he's back for uh, for the Republic for everybody within for right, e- with zero to two of this ship. That's insane. So yeah, that's uh, that's pretty that's uh, pretty amazing. Um, so like what it, like if you started your list with two proton torpedo Naboo's and warthog the first thing I think is I need to wait to get my proton torpedo Naboo's target locks well they remember they have a sensor slot they can take passive yeah they would have yeah passive there you go um yeah I mean that's wow that's actually kind of scary holy crap just Bravo flight officers with proton torpedoes and passive are what forty points maybe? No, they're forty five. Still, I'm double mean... checking, and that's assuming the Bravo doesn't go down because it should. Uh, thirty six. It'll be it'll be forty six points. It's pretty. That's pretty good. Um... You could honestly go Bravo, Bravo. Uh, Warthog and probably Rick. Yeah, you might be overloading on Naboo there, but yeah, it's. Uh, it, I think it's one of the best abilities that we've seen so far. I know right, it's, it's hilariously good. Yeah, I think it is. I, I think it's got a really good chance of ending up breaking something. I um, it. I don't know if it's gonna break it. Uh, because the one, th- the reason that Reekin br- that this ability broke Armada was that it was being used in combination with a damage share ability, and Naboo and the Republic doesn't basically have selfless, right? Well, like that that was really it was a it was a confluence of factors. Dedicated is not going to break this. Yeah, but I- I'm just saying that there are things this. This ability is one of those gatekeeper abilities where anytime they design an ability from now on for Republic, they have to think about what if this ship can't be initiative killed? What if it can't that cannot happen to this ship? 
So um, I think that this is, you know, whenever you have to think about something like that, that's an indication that there it is possible for this ability to end up breaking something. Okay, I can agree with that. Do we want to talk about the next pilot when we? When I was going to, broken, to when it comes to broken things. Yeah, sure. Uh, Hawk, the I-4 unique, at the start of the end phase, each friendly ship at range 0 to 1 that has a revealed maneuver of speed 3 to 5 may gain one strain, which Hound can then take back uh, to perform a barrel roll or boost action. Um, if this thing isn't... Okay, this is Nubu fodder. It really is. So the, the first thing that I want to say is that on one of the first shows that I did... Um, there was this torrent pilot named Swoop. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yep. and what? And remember, what did we say about Swoop? That he was completely useless because it was a red boost. That is the opposite of what you said. You thought Swoop was going to be really good. You thought? I Swoop think I thought it was going to be good until you guys explained to me how order of operations worked, and that then I changed my be. mind. Yeah, that could be. That could be. This is much better than Swoop. Uh, yeah, I, I'd see it again and again. This is much better than Swoop. I mean, yeah, the the speed three to five is just hilarious because it's you're giving what is it? Uh, it's it's almost supernatural to like I twos and threes, <laughs> which is like, oh, you th- go ahead and plan your maneuver now that now that I've just boosted right in front of or barrel rolled right into where you were going to go. Yep. And now you have no idea what I'm going to do. Congratulations, bro. I mean, it's going to be fairly difficult to use for a couple of reasons. Um, it is... Well, range limiter is the first problem. The range, Exactly, the range limiter. This this ship alone is going to be responsible for more crash ships from uh, <laughs> <laughs> experienced pilots than, than we may have ever seen. Uh, probably as many as the three bank maneuver. Um, Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Jeff. <laughs> that, that was not a vent slam. Everybody struggles with the three bank. Uh, That's why it's I funny. hate you so much. <laughs> um, but the other thing is, you are zooming in. This is, you have to be going three to five. So it's not like you're starting close and ending up in this, in this narrow range. You're starting far away and you need to end up in this narrow range. You know, yeah, it's it's easy to hit the toilet when you're standing right in front of it. When you're across the room, it's a little bit. More <laughs> Speaking from experience, huh? what an amazing metaphor! I love every second of it. Um, God, that's so funny. I just I, like I'm looking at this, and this is because I'm totally biased, and I want Bravo flights to work. I'm telling you, if you come in at speed five. <laughs> with with the Bravo flight officer, and you don't die immediately, and and you know he's a three. It's a uh, it's a medium base, so a three straight's going to keep up with a five straight out of a small. Like you are going to be able to boost over the top of people who run into you, and then three talent behind them. And if you didn't spend your target lock, because the thing that's supporting you gives you two re rolls, you won't even have like. You're gonna go. You might be able to go double modded back to back, like especially if you bring Ahsoka Gunner. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really enjoy the ability just because it's it's complex and interesting, but it isn't going to make people's brains explode. Um, you know, it's and it's not like 
it, it doesn't require you can you can't I talked about crashing. Um you you can crash and you still get yeah. this. You know, I think that that's really that's really interesting. You you get it in a non-broken way in the end phase. Um so I, I applaud the the design of this ability. I think I'm not sure it's gonna end up good, but I do like the design regardless. I am afraid a little bit of it on the Actus. Yeah, maybe. Because you're gonna have an you're gonna gain a strain token to reposition. Then at the then before you move on the next turn, you're gonna fucking reposition again. Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna take your maneuver, which could possibly clear the strain token. Well, and Hound can clear the strain token for you as well. Yeah, but I don't think you're gonna want to take two of these. Uh, yeah, fair. Yeah. yeah, that's going to be expensive. Good point. Like this looks like this looks like as close as possible to um, a Republic U-wing. Like you're bringing one. Yeah. Although to be fair, Quad U was like the last good Rebelist. So Wait, maybe I maybe I'm wrong. U-wing, gotcha. Republic U Republic has U-wings. Sweet. No, no, shut up. Um, let's see. Have we talked about any of the gunners on this yet? Some of them that we, some of them we talked. I think about. we talked about fives, and I think we talked about Rex. Um, I, let's see. I, I guess we'll go. Weird... I want to talk about the shirtless one. Oh, you mean you... Kid Fisto? Yeah. You mean the card that I said we that the pilot that I really wanted, and then instead I had to take a fucking crew card. Hey, there's still time. There's still time. Uh, are we starting with Kid Fisto? Because we didn't. He's not a gunner. No, he's a crew card. But go ahead, have fun. Sure. I, All I right. Think that the the uh, card art for Kid Fisto looks like it's Kid Fist Bumpo. Yeah, I was gonna say oh, he's bro, trying to he's like, bro, like, bro. like yeah, clone power, and the clones yeah. just walk past him and jump in the water. He's like, oh, okay, exactly. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Kid Brofist. Kid Brofist, I love it. I love it. Brofisto. Anyway. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, so he's. It sounds like a dwarf like fortress name. He's Republic only, crew card. Uh, unique, obviously. At the start of the engagement phase, you may choose one friendly ship at range 0 to 1 and spend one force, uh, which he gives you, um, with one uptick for that force. If you do, it may perform a red evade action. Nice. Oh, no. Don't give Jedi access to evades. He, he also gives you a purple evade action. Yep. That's actually... Uh really good that's that's, yeah. that's extremely good that is really good an evade action on a crew card holy cow this is also at the engagement phase so this is after yep. ships move and take all their actions so oh did you outflank my little i2 that or my little i2 or i4 with your big nasty i6 ace and he only has a focus token with his three evade dice psych my bad now he's got an evade token fuck you yeah. Well, but there's the thing. It is zero to one. It's going to be hard to pull off, but it is still extremely good. Well, you're going to put it on an arc or a or a or a lat, and it's going to be it's going to be fine. Oh my god, that's right. I was I was thinking lat, but having him on an arc too. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. The arcs are great crew carriers. The arcs are insanely good crew carriers. But he is going to be expensive um because he's a force user so uh, yeah this justifiably yeah. expensive but it is also a red evade which is well so that is limiting uh, on the on another ship it's a red evade um he gives the arc a he just gives the arc the ability to do a freaking purple evade that's true um 
you know, and that's <laughs> Wolf, <laughs> Juke Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. Um. Yeah, it's a, it's a, that's an interesting one. I uh, red evade's pretty good. Purple evade is great. He pays, yep. he pays for the evade basically. Uh, let's see. By the way, uh, by the way, if you have Yoda in the same list, you can just spend the force to re to uh, you could spend one of Yoda's force to re up Kit Fisto. Yeah, because that needed to because that interaction needs to exist at all. Um, do the triggers only allow it to work twice? Because Yoda says after another friendly ship at range zero to two. Oh, never mind. Fully executes a purple maneuver or performs a purple action. Or performs a purple action. Yeah, Yoda. Yoda basically just regenerates somebody else's force. Yep. Oh yeah. And yeah, he provides a purple coordinate, which is pretty amazing. My question yep. was, uh, but Kit Fisto is not. It's a red. It's a red evade, not a purple one. Correct. So yeah, the question was, can Yoda just get Kit Fisto infinite force, right? Well, for the two extras that he's got, so you could give well uh, if you evades out. If you went purple, if you spend it for a purple evade on an arc, like for example, Wolf, uh, then yeah, because then Wolf still has yes a yes. force in evade and yep. a natural reroll. Yep. Yep. Or extra die or whatever. I do think the winner in the crew and the force users here is Ayla Sakura. And my oh opinion. oh, she's so much better than oh, everyone else. She's cow. obscene. Ayla's insane. Yeah, that is a uh, great card. What does she do, Jeff? What does she do? Um, Republic unique. Uh, she is a an attractive blue twillic. Um, while an enemy ship in your bullseye performs an attack, if the defender is friendly and at range zero to two, the defender may change one blank result to a focus result, which is fine. She's one fourth recurring, obviously. But the big thing on Alex Akira is she gives focus to a per- focus linked to a purple coordinate. Wow. She is a one-woman double-mod ship. Fully double-modded ship. And she gives you a force, too, to boot. Um, Yeah, it's... Put it... I hate to say this again. Put it on an arc. Put it on an arc. Yeah, maybe. Um, Not, you know... Not the the greatest for a bullseye, but not bad. Um, uh, You put this on oddball... (laughs) <laughs> nice. <laughs> wow. Nice. Um, I had to get that. If, I, I said arc too many times to not mention the god of all arc pilots, Oddball. The god of all pilots, really. I mean, is there any- really the most the most flexible pilot in all of X Wing? Well, next one I want to talk about actually is uh, Wolfpack. I noticed this one pretty early on, just because if I read it correctly, it's going to work extremely well with Hound. Um, it's a turret and cr- it's a gunner and a crew card after a friendly ship at range zero to three defends. If the attacker is in your firing arc, the defender may gain a strain token to acquire a lock on the attacker. That also works really well with fucking warthog. <laughs> um, yeah. So a friendly ship at range zero to three defends. The, if you can see the attacker, the defender gets a, a lock on the attacker. It gains a strain to, to acquire a lock, yeah. Yeah. For so, so you don't even need passive sensors now. Yeah, and this is another good one. This is another one that seems to be 
weighted toward low low and mid and it. So I like to yep. see that. Yep, yep. That's yeah, nice. Form. I, I I really think that if you're gonna run that this would be the auto include with Warthog. Because there's no limit on the number of times you can use this. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it works that's... and it works on himself, by the way. Any so there is no safe there's no safe ship to shoot at. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Is this um is this Republic Sloan? Nah. No, I mean not even close, I don't think. But it is really I assume by that you mean making other ships afraid to shoot. Yeah. Afraid to destroy stuff. I mean you know, I, I don't think it's Republic Sloan Sloan is crazy bonkers. Um this yeah. is this is really good, but it's not crazy bonkers. Um I, I mean I for one thing, keep in mind that the the, the accepted tactic in X Wing and, and it's correct for a reason is focus fire. So, yep. so uh, you know, friendly ships only that's being focused fire is only going to get one lock. Right, but remember, you're talking about a ship that's not going to die, meaning it can just keep moving its lock depending on what initiative, what you know, what target it wants to shoot at as you move down the initiatives. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. I just don't think, and that, it's not going to be dead because you've got Warthog. I, I just think that moving your lock just isn't that that powerful it isn't like five ships are going to end up with locks from this card so I, depending on position sure but I, I see what you mean i just think this is insanely good like i think uh i think uh warthog and the wolfpack combo together extremely well well they do see um they do see uh, uh, some sort of potential for abuse which is what Usually, when you see two, uh, um, something like crew and gunner, on a card, it means that they foresee some potential for abuse. So they want to, they want to limit. They want to have a really good idea of what they're putting in the game that can carry this. So yeah, I mean, I think that there's the FFG thinks that it's possible that it could be a really good card. So that's why we see crew and gunner. Next up, Plo Koon crew card. At the start of the end phase, if you are reinforced, you may choose one friendly ship at range zero or in your side arcs at range one. That ship removes one deplete or strain or repairs one damage, one face-up damage card. Uh, he's one force regenerating and comes with a purple reinforce, which, eh. I think, you're, I think if you're going to see Plo Koon, you're going to keep seeing him in the Aether Sprite, not on this. Yeah, the, the picture is definitely cooler than the ability. I mean, it, it is a cool ability. If you don't want to bring the Aether Sprite, having, yeah. a, having a reinforced arc is pretty cool. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, it's not yeah. it's not game-breaking, but it's pretty cool. I just wanted to mention yeah. something about Ghost Company, which is another crew and gunner card. Um, after you perform a primary attack, if you're focused, you may perform a, a, a turret attack Against the ship, you have not attacked this round as a bonus attack. Um, so this is a, an interesting card. Uh, it, except I've heard a couple of people say, um, uh, you know, the, the the guys that I love on Minoc, I heard them today say that, or at least imply that this could be used on R2-D2 Y-Wing. But it, it can't. Because no, because it's 
doesn't have both slots. It only has the right. gunner slot. Right. Y-Wing uh, R2-D2 takes out the gunner slot and gives you a crew slot instead. Yep. Um, but uh, but it, it's interesting. It's a bonus attack that, you know, uh, and it gives you a linked action with rotate, which is uh, a linked focus with rotate, which is pretty nice. Yep. We've seen other I cards with this ability before. I'm wondering how expensive this is going to be compared to the others, right? Yeah, I but think in order to to adequately and and make an educated guess on that, I think we'd need to do an analysis of what can take what can take turrets, a has crew and has gunner. Um, the only one is the lat. The only one is the lat. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm not talking about the slots though, Jeff. I'm talking about the card ability, like the card text. We've had other cards in the game that allow ships to shoot another target. Right. But I'm wondering right. why why give Republic their own version of it. Because it's cheaper? Because it only has the two slots, right? That's unique? I don't know. Probably uh, because they don't want the lat to just be a support ship. Like, you'd like to be able... You'd like the 50 points you're investing in this thing to be able to contribute offensively. Yeah. Mm, this is true. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, Biston's a rebel, man. He can't just he can't just show up in Republic. Well, there's a lot of uh, attack something you haven't already attacked as a bonus to build. There's like four of I think almost every faction has one. Yeah. I don't think uh, maybe not um maybe not first order because they're not really a gunner faction but that's the only one i can think of are we uh does ghost company maybe kind of telegraph that there's going to be some three die turret ships coming out for republic in the future i hope not they don't need anything else <laughs> do they they aren't really competitive right now this is true this is true um, I mean, they do have a lot coming out. If there's a, if there's a big turret ship coming out, it's, it's way down the pipeline, right? Yeah, that's probably true. Um, so. but I mean, you know, we've heard, uh, rumors about the, the big Naboo cruiser for forever. Yeah. The big crop. That probably seems like something that would be better for Epic. Yeah. Epic or, or certainly definitely almost an all support ship. Although I know it had it was pretty tooled out weapon-wise too, right? I just feel like because of the scale, it has to be. The last thing I want to talk about, because we've won, we've now run clear over, suppressive gunner on I-6s. Is this a really good way to start hard-countering aces? The ships like the Nantex and Soontier Fell are really not going to like it, but I, it does, I think it depends on the context, because, you know, if, if this ship, the ship with suppressive gunner is the only ship shooting soon tier or the nantex why not just take the deplete right like you're gonna need multiple guns in order I'm for suppressive gun to really... how, how is this anti-ace i don't i don't understand uh because it means you no longer have to even roll a hit result in order to have some kind of negative effect on them i'm looking at this as like if i if if i'm flying an i5 and han like rebel han Mm-hmm. And then if I sh- if I just roll shit, I can basically spend my only focus result and go, "Hey, Darth Vader, do you only want to shoot two dice at my thing that's at range three, or do you want to take a damage?" But I mean, you're you're firing at a Darth Vader with what? Who cares? You well, don't want like the reason it matters is, for example, let, let's take Suntir for an example. There is absolutely no reason for Suntir not to take a deplete token. 
That's f- awesome. Now he's shooting two dice at range three or four or no, at range three. No, no, he's not because you're shooting after him and he's doing a. He's no, a, I'm not. He's not going to give me initiative or he's not going to give away initiative. So you're saying that this has to go on a. It has to go on Han Solo or it has to go on. No, it's any I6, any I6 that doesn't have the init. Or it's any I6 that is going to have to shoot first. It's the same reason you would take maybe take Hotshot. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I see what you're talking about. I think it's just an extremely uh, niche ability thought about that way. Like it's... Well, I mean, it's a gunner ability. They're, they're usually pretty niche. Yeah. I, I mean, like you said, Han. Um, what else? Any, any of the Hans. Any three, any of the three. Dengar would be awesome. Um, Like, even I-5 turrets. Like, Ra- well, no, Rack is going to run the Rack combo. That's the only one you run. Um, Who else? I mean, Ketsu? You could do, you could probably roll with it on this. Yeah. I I don't know. I think it's a good card, but I don't think. I mean, in niche, I, I, in niche, in niche um, examples, like I said, you need multiple shots on the the i six ace in order for this to be effective. I think. But, no, you don't. That's the beauty of it. Like all you're really doing, uh, the entire point of this thing is defensive for me. Yeah, it's like you have to t- you have to take the deplete, and which protects your lower initiative ships, and probably means they don't get popped. Well, here's the here's the reason it that buys time. Not, if you're not doing real damage, you're at least disabling your opponent. Here's the reason that I'm not thrilled with it. It it is a card that you are going to take with the expectation that you're going to do crappy on one of your premier pieces. That you're going to you're going to roll crappy offensively on one of your premier pieces. Now, obviously, sometimes on one of your premier pieces, you are going to roll crappy. It's just that I think that there, it's probably better to spend points on ways to ensure that you don't roll crappy than to spend points on a way to get value when you do. So I I, I think that this is I, I think this is an a fairly interesting card. I think it's going to end up being kind of inconsequential. Maybe I'm, I guess I'm just overexcited for I I, I just live in fucking abject terror of Vader. Also, one, this wouldn't be bad against... You know what? This also probably wouldn't be bad against Boba Fett. The one question I want to know, though, is... Or Fen? Ben Rao? Oh! Is the suppressive gunner in the card art, is it the clone shooting the laser or the badass B1 battle droid that's gonna that's going for the headshot? I don't know if you could be badass if in, you're programmed to do something. Face. Well, I mean, his friends right next to him are dead, but he doesn't care. He's gonna shoot the guy in that He's gonna snipe him. <laughs> Remember, this was still when when droids didn't run away and scream. It's like this was free. This was free pre Clone Wars cartoon. <laughs> right. I just been. I was just promoted. I was just promoted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, this was back when drones or when the droids actually didn't run away. Yarp yarp. Oh man. Did Did you guys? I, I do love the card art. That's so that that is one of the best scenes in Star Wars. I don't care what anybody says. Well, we had a lot of ground to cover, and I frankly am exhausted about talking about crew cards that I'm never going to use and gunners that apparently are going to disappoint me. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Jeff Drew, go ahead and sign off. Y'all have a good week. Take care. Good luck to everyone playing in the Sydney qualifier this weekend. We will be talking about that next week. 
we are expecting all of the Dan Texas. And when I say all of them, we mean like top. Okay, let's get Let's do this. Let's bet. What's the bet that the top eight is going to have at least four? Uh, how about we do an over-under on the top 16? You, you want to do top 16? I was going to go top eight. I just think top 16 is a little more – it gives us a little more of a range to play with. All right. What's uh, the over – do you want to set the over-under? I'll set the over-under. I think the over-under on top 16 is seven. Jeff I was seven was actually the number I was going to go with, and you're not allowed to take the spread. I hate you. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say three. I think three lists are going to make it into the top sixteen, but it could be more. I mean, people three, have been like, three. "Oh yeah, the the dash list and the 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 dash Lando and all this," and I I don't disagree with them, but I think I, I, I think they're three, I think the non players are going to be ready for it, right? Like three non. Here's my question, Jeff. Do I get a hook? A hook? What? Do I get a hook? Do I get a point five? Uh, no, I think seven is seven's good. We're not we're not actual <laughs> seven's fine. Um, yeah, you can take that. I don't mind if you if you double down on seven. That's fine. I, I tried. All to- right, I'll t- I'm going to say seven. I'm going to say seven out of the top sixteen are going to be Nan Texas. You really think only three, Drew? Yeah. All right. Well, Drew has more faith in the community than we do, Jeff. All right, we're out of here. Good luck, everyone. Bye.